0: The Caves and Cliffs update is bringing more than just a revamp to Caves and Cliffs. Mojang is adding new ways to discover and explore and possibly reveal more of Minecraft's hidden lore in the form of an archaeology system. What new discoveries will this system bring? Let's find out in this episode of Dig Straight Down. What is going on Crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host Rebel JC. There are probably a few new listeners out there and I just want to take a second and say welcome to the show. I've been watching the numbers grow steadily, incrementally over the past few months or so and I'm so excited that we have new listeners here Um, A lot of you guys are listening from Spotify, that's excellent, I I love to see that, Um, and if you don't mind, if you have time, or if you're already listening to this on Apple Podcasts, drop by and uh, leave a little bit of a review there, Um, it makes me really happy to see that, and it helps other people find the show as well, so thank you so much for tuning in, welcome to our new listeners, guys, if you want to be even more involved in this show, all you have to do is join the Discord server. The link is going to be in the show notes, and that's where you can chat with me and other members of this community. So again, welcome. Um, this is going to be maybe a little bit of a shorter episode. We'll see. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure about that, but we don't have any uh, comments or questions from the community, so it's going to be a two-segment episode and uh, hopefully, in the next episode, we'll have a little bit more to share in the forms of questions and comments from you guys, maybe some reviews of feature feedback from the feedback website. Um, but anyway, with that being said, guys, let's dig straight into the next segment of this episode. And for this segment, we have a feature review of Minecraft villages. Some interesting items from the Minecraft wiki on villages. The number of villagers spawned in a village depends on the number of beds in that village. Villagers only spawn in houses that have beds, while job site buildings always generate without villagers. If a building or pathway generates over open air, circular or square platforms of grass or sand generates below the structure, And villages have gathering sites where villagers may mingle. A gathering site is defined as a bell located within the village boundary. A wandering trader may spawn at a gathering site. And while villages and villagers and all of that that has been actually recently updated um, in Minecraft 1.14, I think that there still is a little bit of room for improvement, and I've got a few notes here. One, I think the village generation could be improved to get rid rid of the crazy terrain that sometimes happens. You know how sometimes you'll have doors that are inaccessible and villagers can't get into their houses because either the, the, the house is too high up on a hill or even sunken down into the ground a little bit. Or maybe there's holes that are that are break, breaking up the roads and villagers can't really get around their village very well. There's a lot of village generation that can tend to be a little bit wonky, in my opinion, and I think it needs to be fixed, and I understand, I understand that Mojang wants villages to be sort of a blank canvas upon which you can paint your own creative vision about what a village needs to be, but this is not, I'm not saying that villagers, villages need to look better, I'm not saying that any, they need to be redesigned at all, I'm just saying that There are some ways that the terrain and the village generation can happen That is, it just doesn't work. And the village can't work the way it naturally needs to work. It shouldn't be really up to the player to make sure that the village is generated properly. That really should be a thing that the game does anyway. So, uh, yeah, number one on my list, I think village generation really needs to be cleaned up a little bit. Number two... I think we should raise the chances of a trader spawning in a village. And maybe a trader stays longer in a village for like a few Minecraft days because generally speaking, I mean, I think it's a rule actually that a wandering trader has sort of like a five minute timer and after five minutes it will despawn if it's been loaded in a loaded chunk for five minutes. Um, I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. So maybe if a trader generates in a village, it actually sticks around for a bit longer and maybe traders actually have a higher chance of generating within a village. Uh, Number three, I think larger villages would be amazing to see in the game. Maybe they're rare, but I would love to see town and city-sized villages spawning just rarely throughout the world of Minecraft. It would be such a cool thing to stumble upon to just see a village that's taking up an entire biome or two. I would love to see that. Number four, I would like to see villages that are that have been conquered by illagers. Um, and I know th- these aren't villages that have that you've triggered a raid in and you've lost the raid, but this will be something that would uh, kind of deepen the lore of villagers and and illagers and all of that. Um, if you could stumble upon villages that are they're generated, and they're maybe may fortified a little bit, and they are flying under the banner of the illager banner. as as if that this village has been conquered a long time ago by illagers and they've just sort of taken over and maybe these have a higher chance of generating near a pillager outpost Um, but i think that this would be kind of a fun challenge to raid a an entire village maybe it's even a large one maybe it's fortified but raid a village that has been taken over by illagers might be a fun little challenge there. So, um, I rank villages 7 out of 10, and we have one feature review from the community. Infinite Diamond on Discord says, I wish there was more of an orderly fashion to the structure of a village, and I also think that there should be villages in the nether. And I will say that I consider remnant remnants to be the villages of the nether and i don't know maybe you agree with me maybe you don't i don't think villagers belong in the nether at all i think piglins are the villagers of the nether i mean they're the ones who live there and and they have they make their living there that's that's their home but um yeah maybe we could see something more of like a piglin camp or a piglin outpost or something, that might be pretty cool. That's actually what I thought the bastions were going to be when they first announced the bastions. I had this idea of maybe there would be a sort of like a more of a fortified camp type situation, but what we ended up getting was this basically this ruined fortress or this ruined castle, which I really love, but I still would like to see maybe some campsites or something, because the idea is the piglins seem to be a little bit nomadic, so maybe they wander in between camps or something, I don't know. But that would be pretty cool, so thanks for the suggestion, Infinite Diamond, and again guys, if you want to leave suggestions and uh, comments, just uh, go down to the show notes, click on the link to the Discord, and join us there. So, with that being said guys, let's dig into the main discussion of this episode. So for this main discussion, I'm going to be talking about the archaeology system that Mojang revealed in Minecraft Live just a few weeks ago. Um, What we know from the video is actually very, very little. Everything that they were showing us in the video was a placeholder. So it was just a basic sketch of an idea of what they're thinking about bringing us in the archaeology system. And to be honest, guys... I think that they're looking for a lot of suggestions from the community on what the archaeology system should be. So hop on Twitter and um, and follow the Minecraft devs, uh, especially Ulraf. Um A link to one of his tweets will be in the show notes. Um, he has been the one who's kind of been the mastermind behind the whole archaeology system, so he's a good one to follow and interact with when it comes to suggestions about archaeology. But you can also leave suggestions on the Minecraft feedback website, um, and that's always a good thing to do as well, because they do look at those things, and a lot of features that have been announced and are coming to the game, or even have come to the game already, first were suggested on the Minecraft feedback site, so it's a great place to go. That being said, uh, we, have a f- we have kind of a rough idea of what the archaeology system is going to be. So essentially what we saw in the video is that there are going to be excavation sites that you can find throughout the world. And when you go to these excavation sites, you use a brush tool, a new brush tool, and you can brush away dirt, um, gravel, and possibly sand to reveal artifacts. These artifacts in the video came in the form of uh, what were they? They were ceramic shards, like pottery shards, diamond blocks, and I think there was like a, an emerald or an emerald block as well. Um, and the, the diamond block and the emerald block uh, were there as placeholders. They did say that they do not plan on letting us find diamond blocks in the excavation sites, so they are looking for suggestions on what else should be in excavation sites. Uh, but the ceramic shards, you can take those, and in the video we saw that You could take those and clean them up and put them together into clay pots, which then you can fire up and basically bake. And I'm assuming you can use clay pots as decoration, maybe to fill up with water. But they looked really cool. The ceramic shards, um, they had painting and designs on them that uh, the Minecraft developers said were there to tell stories. Some of these designs showed... Alex and Steve, some of them showed the Ender Dragon. I believe one of them had someone riding a horse. But the idea there was that when you put the clay pots together, you're basically putting together a picture that is telling a story, and the story has something to do with the world of Minecraft. Now, that's basically all we know from uh, the video that they showed in Minecraft Live. And again, there was no really, there were. Other than the ceramic shards and the clay pots there, and, the, and, the, and the brush tool, there was no new block or item shown in that video. Everything that else that was shown was just placeholders. So this is, very, this is the very beginning of an idea rather than a fully cooked up idea that they were ready to show us. So there's a lot of room for improvement here. And I have some notes on how I might would like to see the archaeology system improved, or maybe, I mean, or what my hopes for the archaeology system are, rather. So for the excavation site, um, I think it would be really cool if we found excavation sites using maps that we trade from cartographers. So right now we can find maps to ocean monuments and woodland mansions from the cartographer, Um, And I think it would be really cool to be able to find maps to the excavation site rather than just kind of wandering through the world and stumbling upon it by accident. Um, For the brushes, for the brush tool, if we're going to craft it, I think it could be probably crafted using a stick and some string. I mean, that kind of makes sense. You know, you put string on the end of a stick, you basically have a brush. Or maybe we find them at the excavation site, which kind of gives us a clue as to maybe these excavation sites are ancient themselves and that we are finding them again after the original archaeologists have left or died off or whatever. The stories that are being told on the ceramic shards and the clay pots are particularly interesting to me. And here are some ideas for stories that I would like to see hints for um, when we put these clay pots together. I want to know where the undead came from. I mean, obviously, Minecraft is a zombie apocalypse game. There's undead everywhere. The villagers are terrified of them. There's undead in the overworld and in the nether. Obviously, there's, there's a connection there between the overworld and the nether in the form of the undead. I don't know if the undead came from the nether or what. I, I, these are all questions that I have that I would like to see answered by the clay pots. I also want to know where the mob spawners came from. So these mob spawners that we find in dungeons and in some bastions, where did these things come from? They're so, they're, they seem to be so random right now in, in Minecraft. Um, they're basically, you know, the, they're the cages that have these these skulls on them and the little mob spinning around the inside and it produces mobs. So are they magic? Are they features of the natural world? Where did they come from? They look like they were created, and they look like they're evil. So who created them, and why did they put them in these random places in the overworld? These are That's another thing that I want to learn. I want to know how the nether was discovered, and how the first portals were created. I want to know how the end was discovered, and maybe, you know, who created the stronghold. I want to know... Why the Illagers hate the villagers? Where, 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 When did that breakup happen between these two uh, characters and these two people groups in Minecraft? I want to know who built the temples and the mineshafts and the monuments and why they built these things. And I want to know where these people went in the end. Are they the zombies or did they become Endermen? Speaking of the Endermen, I want to know what the Endermen want. I, I, I always get this feeling that the Endermen are kind of explorers or like they're these, this higher intelligence that are exploring the multiverse and they've mastered interdimensional travel. And so, I mean, it, it, and they, there's this idea that they're curious and they're picking up blocks to study. I want to know what the Enderman wants. So these are all questions that I think could lead to having hints in the clay pots and the stories that the clay pots are telling. So uh, on October fifth, Olrath, the the Minecraft developer who has really been pushing the this archaeology system, he tweeted, "What hidden artifacts are you excited to find in the new archaeology excavation sites?" And obviously, I went crazy <laughs> with ideas. Um, first and foremost, first and foremost, I do want new weapons, new armor, and new gear, and some things that cannot be crafted and things that cannot be found. Any other way than digging them up in excavation sites. These things will be ancient. These things will be interesting in their designs. Maybe they have cool, unique enchantments. But these things will be unique and uh, something that you will want to go out and explore and find excavation sites and collect these items. And I can imagine these things would be very valuable, especially on multiplayer site, uh, multiplayer servers. I would like to see relics brought in from Minecraft Dungeons, and these things can, I mean, honestly, any of them would pretty much fit pretty well into the game, but some some that would fit pretty well into the game in particular would be the wind horn. The Windhorn is um, a relic in Minecraft, in Minecraft Dungeons that, basically, you blow the horn, it knocks back your enemies, and it gives them slowness. And That's a relatively simple mechanic, and I think it would be very useful in vanilla combat Uh, and same for the gong of weakening from from dungeons the gong is um, an item that you place and then you you activate it by i guess by hitting it and it puts a radius i think of weakness uh, or or something like that or slowness it puts a radius of effect around you and it doesn't affect you as the player just the enemies within the radius so that would uh bring a lot of strategy and different dynamics to combat because the enemies would avoid the radius of effect in order to attack you and you would want to stay as close to the, to the gong as possible. And honestly, I think any of the totems for Minecraft Dungeons could be adapted and brought into Minecraft Vanilla. Um, I would love to find these things in the archaeology system, but we will see what happens. Obviously, they are open to bringing things in from Minecraft Dungeons because we were possibly going to get the... the um, I was about to say the Chillager. <laughs> we were obviously about to get the Isolager at one point, and they were open to that, so I think that they would be open to bringing mobs and um, relics from Minecraft Dungeons into vanilla Minecraft. I think it would be pretty cool to find fossils. Um, I would like to see maybe fish skeletons that are kind of set into stone blocks or things like that, just to add a little bit of, you know, give us blocks that have interesting designs in them. Um, I think that that would be pretty fun to use in building. Uh, And speaking of fossils, this might be a really cool way to bring in the Red Dragon at last to Minecraft. Now, I don't think the Red Dragon's ever coming to Minecraft, but this could be a way to bring it in. Uh, If you could find um, fossils in the excavation sites... Of the Red Dragon that you have to then put together. You have to construct, reconstruct the skeleton of the Red Dragon, and then bring it to life, possibly using a Totem of Undying, maybe. And then I mean, that could be a, a, a really end game thing. Maybe there's like a hundred pieces that you have to collect or something, but that could be a really cool way to bring the Red Dragon in to a late game experience. In a way that is very engaging and has a lot of people exploring the world looking for these excavation sites. And obviously it would bring the Red Dragon in, which is a plus for everybody because, in my personal opinion, slightly joking, but not really. Once they bring in the Red Dragon, I think that the game is done (laughs) and it doesn't need any more updates. Um, But don't take that too seriously. Anyway, guys, I told you that this would be a shorter episode And it is. And um, hopefully next episode won't be. Um, But I didn't really have a lot of time to record this one. And I didn't have any questions or comments from you guys. So if you want to leave questions or comments to be read on the show email me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com or you can join the discord the link is going to be in the show notes you can connect with me on twitter i'm very active on twitter my handle is at rebel jc underscore 92 and guys if you have time and if you would like to drop by apple Podcasts and leave this podcast a good review i would love to see it and it helps other people find the show as well So, until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down.